astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today, we are talking about Uranus retrograde. And we've talked about this before, that all the planets retrograde, although Mercury usually gets the brunt of it. Um, But as of today, Uranus is already in the shadow of the retrograde period that will start on August 29th. You know, it's a slow moving planet, Uranus, and that's why many people just overlook it. Um, Today, we want to look at it because it's happening at a very interesting degree that I that I like to talk about. I think you do, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into Uranus retrograde, we just thought we would touch on a couple topics that we've spoken about here over the last few episodes Um, and Pluto right now is at 29 degrees of Capricorn, the anoretic degree, and it is squaring the lunar nodes for the entire month of July. So we did an episode about this talking about, oh, there might be some new traditions that are forming or that are breaking, or there should be a big focus on the family. Boy, that has been amazing. I We have had a lot of activity within family, family relationships, uh, and nothing, no no crises. Well, a little bit of pre crisis, <laughs> but everything kind of worked out, so to speak, but uh, really causing some opening up some conversations. I mean, just what happened at our dinner table last Sunday yep. was pretty amazing yep. uh, with ev- probably a greater degree of honesty being expressed. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was a little bit, it was, there was nothing shocking, by the way, again, <laughs> but it was the idea of getting out on the table and saying, you know what, yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. And, you know, Bill and I had a converse, private conversation about, yeah, we've been doing that and we need to, you know, shift our perspective on these things. So anyhow, it's good. It's so far, it's been, you know, so far favorable, I would say, <laughs> moving us along the path here. Um, and you know, I don't know, I was kind of proud of ourselves. Yeah. It can still be uncomfortable, you know, just because it's something different. So it's not that it's all like, oh, that was perfect. You know, I think a lot of people, I think everyone had emotions about it. And I think there was a lot of additional conversations that happened, you know, privately, like between all the couples prior and after, (laughs) I feel like we're very, (laughs) very like mysterious about this, but yes, yes, exactly. It was uncomfortable. Like, there was a lot of uncomfortability with it, but then we all kind of came together and like worked through it. Yeah, exactly. And then just on a side note here, I'm reading this book, Emotional Intelligence. I really recommend it. Oh my gosh. It is about the idea that we are affected generations. The pain of one generation lives on in the next generation or the challenges. And so it's all about trying to identify what, you know, what, prior generations have gone through and what their life was really about. Uh, anyhow, very interesting reading. Um, so that's all about families. 
obviously as well, intergenerational healings. So, and I'm just really into it. And here it is, Pluto squaring the nodes about family. So yeah, I'm even thinking of a friend who recently went to uh, like a medium, you know, and her mother came through. And so like she was reconnecting with her mother under this energy. So, you know, even if you're thinking, I don't really have much family, you know, you could be having some interdimensional connection Mm -hmm. with them as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah very fun well that's going to continue on for the rest of the month still yeah um next we just want to mention that neptune uh went retrograde as well at 27 degrees of pisces on june 30th so that just happened um this is in particular this is more important for those born march 16th to march 20th uh, because it would be aspecting your son. So mm. you'd be experiencing some highly unlikely circumstances uh, when Neptune's involved. It's almost like a dream or right. a cloud where you might be saying, okay, is this too good to be true? Pinch me. <laughs> or you could be not being able to see situations totally clearly. So we, you might not be even reacting maybe the, the correct way because we can't fully see it. There's almost like a fog when Neptune is involved. Yeah, it is. Like I said, it it's a fresh perspective. Sometimes um, uh, you learn things that change. Oh, that's not what I thought. That's not what I was experiencing. And sometimes you're going, no, pinch me. This is real. Yeah. So today our main topic is about Uranus retrograde. Uranus is currently at uh, 22 degrees of Taurus and it Mm -hmm. will retrograde at 23. So that's why we're saying we're already in the shadow of this. Mm -hmm. And 23 is interesting just because um, it's a surprising degree. And if we want to go back to math, you know, there is math and astrology. Um, Think about... uh, prime the term prime numbers um I think so most people don't want to remember prime numbers <laughs> possible possible but go ahead yeah so prime numbers are numbers um that can't be divided by other numbers besides mm-hmm. itself and one right and, 20- and for those those who need a little uh, renewal here uh numbers two three five seven, 11. Okay. It goes on up, you know, but the point is one of them is 23. That's a prime number. And that's the degree that Uranus is going to be going retrograde at. And something that mom um, discovered or a theory, maybe we should could say that she has about astrology is that if your chart has a dominance of prime numbers, so mom just listed a bunch of them. Um, you, those people might be more apt to be, you know, loners is kind of a harsh word, but we could say a loner, uh, maybe more introverted, maybe more persistent in their own ways. I think independence is a big one where they need to act independently of others, or they might not be as affected where, oh, everyone's going off and doing that. And it's like, okay, that's okay that I'm not doing that Mm -hmm. Um, or just reserved or shy. And mom, go ahead. mm -hmm. No, I just, it's fascinating. These prime numbers. Um, Again, um, 
if uh, you, you can you Google prime numbers and you can get all, all of them that are there between uh, 1 and 30 for sure that you want to look at for your chart purposes. But uh, look to see how balanced you are in that area. So mom is um, thinks that six is pretty normal. It's pretty balanced. Whereas mm -hmm. when you get below six, that you might be a huge advocator for let's do things in a group. Let's mm -hmm. network. Um, you could be more, I, I'm going to use the word jealous of what other people are hmm. doing, what other people have. Um, oh yeah. And they then got invited, not invited. Yeah. Or they have the newest car that might affect you more. So, mm -hmm. um, whereas again, six is kind of a little bit more balanced. And then if you're above six, this is where we get into the idea that you might be a little bit more persistent in your ways. And that would qualify. Mom has seven of them and I have nine of them. Kate's the winner in the family. She's got the most of any of us. <laughs> well, but, and I can see it. I can, I can see that quality. Yeah. And yet, yet you're very social. True. But you do maintain a strong sense of independence and some sense of this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just, interesting. That's a whole separate topic. We could probably talk the whole sec whole podcast on just that topic, but that was just a, just a small point today. And just like anything in astrology, it's just one piece. It's another piece to the puzzle, you know? And so, you know, yes, I have nine, but it's like, okay, but I have a Leo moon. So, you know, does that help maybe not be, you know, wanting to like be seen a little bit more, not just totally introverted. So mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. another layer to add to your own interpretations of your chart. Right. So as we look at 23 degrees of Taurus, why don't we start talking about some of the qualities of this degree? Right. And I'm, I'm going to just jump to what is my favorite part here is that this is a, a degree, 23 of Taurus, of Scorpio Taurus. Okay, we're going to go into Scorpio as well here because they're right opposing each other. There's always a little bit in each other here. It is associated with this idea of breaking out of stone. The idea of being set in your patterns, in your ways, and then kind of, gee, within the course of a very, you know, a month or two, you go, you know what, I'm going to move. I'm quitting my job. It gives that quality where someone's been looking so stable that nobody is expecting them to make a sudden change. Yeah. Um, I like to think of it in a softer language, they blossom. And if you have any planet at 23 Taurus, 23 Scorpio, this is a one of your lifelong themes that you blossom in unimaginable ways. Really hard to predict where this person's going to go. Um, you know, if I'm going to pick on myself here, I've got a 23, um, um, uh, 23 degree uh, Taurus midheaven. And, um, you know, how did I go from strict Catholic upbringing to becoming an astrologer in Las Vegas? Yeah. You think of it that way, it doesn't, it, doesn't it, it wasn't obvious. No. That was where my path was going to go. But that was a blossoming that took place that kind of surprised myself, as a matter of fact. Absolutely. Well, before we go into how this will affect all 12 of the signs, let's just hear from a quick commercial break. Okay, welcome back. So let's go through all 12 of the signs. 
to discuss how they will feel this energy. Um, just as a reminder, this does officially start in August. However, you will start probably feeling this energy already in the shadow of it here in July. So we are going to start with Leo's. And for Leo's, this is affecting their reputation. So they should be stepping out in an unlikely way, most likely in the work arena. And they might be seen as a little bit of a disruptor, if Our you will, word. <laughs> hopefully with a favorable ending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that storyline, uh, I would expect some unexpected, expect the unexpected, okay, in the reputation. So all of a sudden a promotion, all of a sudden you're doing a lateral move, all of a sudden it looks like you're going, taking something lesser, and then all of a sudden it's like riding a roller coaster in your reputation so nothing's going to last too long the actual story the actual ending of it all will probably not play out until we get to the end of the calendar year yeah so there could be some craziness happening for leos absolutely um, i like to say they might think they're on a detour you know when you've taken off the main road and you're turning left and right and left and right you know to follow the detour signs that's how leos are going to be feeling yeah, but I think there's some parts of it that are going to be kind of laughable. <laughs> and I think in the end, it's going to get them to a better place. Absolutely. Um, next for Virgos, this is um, probably going to be very beneficial for their finances, where they might be qualified, they might be invited, or they might be confirmed for something. However, because it is Uranus, it probably is rather hard to see now. How is this going to play out? How will this ever end? Um, especially when it comes to legal matters as well. Yeah, there could be some sense of uncanny luck that you just hit the right person at the right day. That, you know, that someone just told you at the last minute one key piece of information and it played to your favor. Um, this would be a hard one to plot out how I'm going to take fully advantage of this energy. To me, it's going to just happen. Really good though for educational opportunities, travel opportunities. Mm -hmm. Good time to be traveling. Absolutely. For Libras, um, there should be some unexpected twists in money and in love. And I would think mm -hmm. these are more stable in, in regards to those two, money and love. We're talking about the eighth house. So these are kind of much bigger topics. This I don't think this is just like a two or three month fling. I would think no. more established relationships or established money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it can be, it could be someone you even know coming back into your life again or someone you've known, but now it turns romantic or now it turns into a business partnership. So there's some stirring up here about what we share. We share our love, we share our money. Um, this might be very interesting uh, if Libras are in the midst of uh, putting together some financial deal or trying to buy something where there has to be a sense of negotiation. There could be some really odd things happening in that timeline. Yeah. Um, and I think the best, the best of the, uh, for Libra is the idea of recognizing people that you have outgrown or people that are holding you back or people that have been, you know, uh, what do they call them? Uh, like, you know, um, vampire-ish, right? Mm -hmm. 
what do they call that? Uh, emotional vampires. Yep. Right. So they're being liberated. Next for Scorpios, this is uh, really affecting relationships um, more so this could be sexual partnerships, but also who am I in partnership with? So this could be um, my landlord, you know, someone that I've oh, had a relationship, I've been paying them for many months or years, um, even like work partnerships. So I think they're learning or they're seeing a new side of partner. Mm -hmm. They might have to be reframing those storylines. What is this person to me? Mm -hmm. um, and taking that new information that they're seeing and then moving forward with that. Right. For those with children, that might be the second child, your relationship with the second child going through some, you know, some defining experiences, redefining. Anyhow, this is a, I will say this, this is a influence that does kind of foster like not blunt honesty, but like pure honesty. Yeah. So that could be very healthy. Well, and with Uranus, you know, it, it could even be like, I didn't mean to say that because Uranus uh, can be very quick. Yes. Very unexpected where you're saying, oh my gosh, I didn't expect them to say that to me or oh, I didn't even expect that to come out of my mouth. Right. Um, for Sagittarius, I would think there might be some chaos or last minute changes around work or work schedules. Uh, there could be some back and forth about, am I going or am I staying or even new systems or protocols that are coming into place might appear a little bit more disruptive than we were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's some sort of transition going on here, a new system coming in or new scheduling, some focus there, but on a very personal level, I think this is maybe, maybe more important for Sagittarius. It's a great time for anything therapeutic for discovering, you know, like, oh, you know, I read this book or I heard this just to someone speak and this one idea I'm going to start incorporating in my life. That's something that might put more focus on your um, personal well-being. Healing, right? Healing, that would be great. Um, for Capricorns, uh, if you have children, uh, children might be a little bit more outspoken about their needs, or you could just be seeing children being a little bit more disruptive or breaking out, like mom had talked about earlier. Um, we do suggest kind of believing what you're hearing or seeing under this energy. Um, and if you don't have children, you might just say, I'm being more truthful about my own interests or my own yeah. lifestyle choices. Yeah, you have to almost there's some, some pressure here to be yourself candidly, just say it, just go do it without making a big hoopla because, you know, it's, it's something that needs to be kind of expressed about yourself, even though it may be difficult to tell someone else what it is. Right. Yep. Um, for Aquarius, this is hitting in the area of your family and your foundation. Uh, so again, there might be some expectations of family that aren't maybe delivered on, or they might be challenging. Um, you can feel like you're the odd one out speaking your piece where you might not think, or it might not feel like other people have the same opinion. Um, or there could be some unexpected shifts or breakthroughs within family relations. 
Yeah, very interesting. And by the way, that can be historical family as well. So it could go back into the family tree. It may not just be about everyone that's right here in under the roof, so to speak. I would kind of warn Aquarius's maybe some unusual type maintenance issues or maybe having to accommodate uh, what uh, an overnight guest or something going on in the neighborhood that kind of is, you know, kind of affecting, oh, we're not going to go outside this afternoon because of what the neighbors are up to or what's going on. So it's something where it affects, it actually affecting how you walk around your home. Yeah. Um, for Pisces, mm-hmm. you know, for them, we might say double check the details. This could feel a little bit like Mercury retrograde with just a lot of last minute adjustments. Um, but it, it would be a great time to learn, to take on a new skill, to take on the next level of something. Um, you know ahead. what, this could be like someone saying, you know, I'm going to learn to make this dish in the kitchen. I'm going to learn to cook. I'm going to learn to barbecue. You know, so when we say, I'm more talking about going out and mastering something to the nth degree. It's where you're experimental, where you're going into the kitchen saying, I'm going to prove to myself that I can make, you know, whatever it is, chocolate cake, or, you know, that I can, you know, make a barbecue that's fantastic. You know, so there is a whole level of, can you do it? It's almost like a little bit daring. I don't think anyone's going to go around daring you to do something, but it's the idea you're daring yourself. Can you achieve it? Can you pull this off? Yeah. And it could be in the work environment as well. It doesn't need to be in the kitchen. Yeah. This area would also have to do with just like their daily routine. You know, yeah. so it could even be possible that, oh, someone's taking a leave of absence at work and now my just daily schedule isn't nine to five anymore. Maybe, you know, I have a different shift. So it could just create just chaos in just the day-to-day things where I'm not home to make dinner. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Um, when I was, um, when we were on one of our trips, I think to Oklahoma City, I came back with some gel pens for Lincoln. And there was like, you know, maybe 20 different colors of ink pens. Mm-hmm. And now she's been drawing. She wants to continually draw. And I thought, oh my gosh, she's a Pisces. And uh, this is a, kind of that doodling with the hands, you know, that the we think of Pisces, Pisces and we think of the creative side of it. But here, all of a sudden, um, uh, she's spending a lot of time just drawing, which would be a third house activity, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of cute to see her do that. She told me she wants art class now. Oh, nice. That'd be perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for Aries, uh, going to sound a little bit like Libra, where they should be focused on money and love, um, but they might be seeking more safety and less risk. Um, so they might be cutting some things out as we go through these summer months. Um <clears throat> Oh, they could easily just be changing their attitude towards their money. They may be putting a big sum of money into a CD, locking it down. Yeah. You know, something where they might normally keep it available in case it's a bargain or a deal or something or make wild, you know, riskier investments. And now they're going, oh, let's just grab that CD and sit on it for three years. And that's the interesting thing about Uranus. You know, Uranus is like surprising and shocking. So maybe if they're used to being very stable with their money. Mm-hmm. I'd be curious if with Uranus retrogrades, they might be saying, oh, let's do a little bit something crazy now. 
that there could just be a flip-flopping of what their norm is. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct on that. Yeah. You have to take, you know, where someone's at. Yep. And then go, what's the extreme of that? Yeah. But in matters of love, this will be a very interesting energy because there could be some maybe um, even kind of testing a relationship, just not even consciously, but not spending as much money as you go out, as you date and realizing to get some real better feedback on what's the nature of this relationship? Is it based on just going out and spending money together and having a good time? Or is it a matter of actually building the relationship? Absolutely. So there's a nice, nice balance there. Yeah. Next for Taurus. It's happening in your sign. So uh, there might be some rethinking of who am I? What can I become? Um, You know, some Tauruses as they're listening might be thinking, oh, I've been feeling this energy already for months, you know, Um, just because Uranus has been in their sign, but they should be surprising other people with their interests, or they should be kind of baptizing themselves into new areas, which appear kind of unlikely. So the idea is if you've been doing something or you've gone off into a different area and you could be saying, I'm coming back. So it might not seem unlikely to you because you might say, well, I I have that experience. I've done that before, but other people might be surprised. Oh, I thought you loved this new job. I thought you loved that industry. We're surprised to see you back just Mm -hmm. as an example. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if Tauruses, particularly those that are in committed long-term relationships, this can scare the partner because they see you changing in a way that they didn't anticipate. Mm-hmm. And uh, that can kind of create some just natural instability or concern. You know, wow, are they outgrowing me? Is this the person I knew? So that's a good tip for someone who is in a relationship with the Taurus. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Gemini. Um, they should be embracing their spiritual life Right. So whether they are thinking, okay, I need to simplify, I need to downsize, I need to detach. Um, there could be a lot of reflection happening, I would say, and <laughs> just um, maybe even how they're presenting themselves, but I think it's going deeper. So like just a conversation I had with Mikey just this week, mm-hmm. you know, he was talking about redoing his wardrobe. Oh, he felt like his, he didn't fit his, you know what it is. It's the closet. I'm sorry. Do you get it? It's the closet. It is. It's the closet he's redoing. Um, again, those who know astrology, well, no 12th house rules closets. Yeah. You walk into a home, you generally don't go around opening the drawers and closets until you're, I don't know. You have to know someone pretty well (laughs) before you start doing that. And so, um, it's very, I love it. I love it that you just very said that. Secretive. It's secretive. It's behind the closed it's, doors. It's behind the closed doors. And some people have beautiful closets. Some people have terrible messes behind those doors. But it's, this is not a judgment of, oh, you need to go out and clean your closet. But it is the idea you're digging in, looking within. So you look, start looking at your closets and go, you know what? I need a better closet. Um, so he was talking about his closet, like, oh, maybe I need to redo my clothes. Mm-hmm. And then he just sat there and he's like, this is all just kind of like a cover up or an excuse for something deeper that's going on. Mm-hmm. So he was able to realize it. So, I mean, it's like, there's therapy happening. He analyzed it on the spot. <laughs> he, he did. 
He did. So that's just an example about that idea of like the spiritual life. I'm not, doesn't mean, oh, he's, someone's going to church. Right. Right. Can it can be, but you might be just finding deeper meaning in just everyday things. Your Zen finding your Zen. Yeah. When you walk into your closet, you know, if I feel after I clean up my closet, I always like, whoa, this feel much better. Feel so calm. The last one we'll talk about is cancer. Mm -hmm. And um, for them, they are probably reassessing the groups that they're hanging out with teams. There could be some surprising things happening with teams where, oh, now I'm in or now I'm out. Um, So you could be pulling away or you could just be connecting with more quirky people (laughs) under this energy where you say, oh, I do relate to them. So there should be a new sense of where you belong. Yeah, and I might add that I think that they'll they're going to be quite seduced by creative thinkers or people that think differently. Whether it's even someone who's got some controversial belief system, you're kind of interested in them. Not I'm not saying romantically or you know anything of that nature, but you're you're fascinated that could that be true? Where does that come from? It, it's it's a mental stimulation, basically. Absolutely. So that concludes all 12 of the signs and how they will uh, be affected by Uranus. You know, something that I didn't throw in this time is if you know your rising sign, you could be listening to that. <laughs> this one. Oh, right. Kind of after the fact now. But um, if you know exactly where Uranus is in your chart, of course, that can give you some deeper insight as well as to how uh, you will be feeling this energy. So that concludes our talk for today. And we look forward to speaking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.